at that same time, they do need to know that they're loved and that they are enough. And that their, their outcome, the report card, how many shots they make on the basketball court, how many touchdowns they score, like that's not determinant of their value to you or in the world. Smart Money Parenting. All right, guys, welcome back to Smart Money Parenting. Thanks for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. We got a great show for you guys today and a great topic. Uh, this is kind of a heavy one, but it's if you think about it, the way we think about it, it's one of the greatest opportunities we have to help develop our children with the right identity. So, Chad, what is it? What is the biggest fear that every kid has that we're going to talk about today? Tell us. Big, tell us yeah, the biggest fear every kid has is that they won't be loved and that they won't be enough. It's that fear that they're just not good enough. And I think that's something that's very common because so many kids are into comparing themselves to each other and and perhaps they're looking at the best of others and the worst of themselves and somehow comparing those as if it's apples to apples and it's not apples to apples so i think that deep down even adults feel these same things but these kids are, are wondering am i good enough and am i good enough to deserve love and so they do what they can to fit in to belong to be part i mean if you think about it why are kids part of groups why do kids join a gang? They want to belong. They want to be a part of something. They want to know that they're good enough, that they belong, that they're loved, that they're accepted into this group. And if you think about it as parents, the last thing we want them to do is to wonder, are they worthy of love and are they worthy to be accepted? And mm. so this is something that I think goes back to even just little, little kids wondering if they're good enough how do they know that their mom or their dad loves them how do they feel about the relationship between their parents and themselves and what's reinforced you know what are they taught is what are they recognized for what are they celebrated for i think that these are questions that we can ask ourselves how are we reinforcing the worth and the value of each of our kids yeah and i, I we don't want to, like i think about this in terms of you don't just want to tell your kids like they don't build inner confidence by you just patting them on the back all the time. Right. Right. If you raise kids for 18 years and they don't go through healthy struggles and they don't go through like challenges and overcome obstacles to build capabilities and skills and inner confidence, it doesn't matter how many times you pat them on the back and say, you're enough. You're pretty. You're awesome. You're smart. I love you. Like, but it's critical that they know that they are deeply loved and that they're they're more than enough, that they're invaluable just by being born, just by being a member of your family. We have to have those two things in tension, right? It's important that our kids hear this from us uh, consistently. Absolutely, that's the starting point. But I, I know a bunch of dads that are like, but how do I raise them up strong? How do I raise them up you know, to be like, have grit and have perseverance? Because when they hit the real world, they're gonna get knocked out. And we got to make sure that they're strong enough to get up every time and grow. So how do we live that tension? You know what I mean? Like telling them they're enough and that they're loved all the time, but then also um, encouraging and spurring them on to accomplish things and, and go through challenges and obstacles and healthy struggles to grow. How well, what, we about a, what about a kid who thinks if I don't get straight A's, I'm, my parents don't love me. They're not going to be, I don't, I, I'm not good enough for my parents or if I don't, if I'm a baseball player and I don't get four hits out of four at bats, I'm not good enough. 
you know, I'm not worthy enough of the love and acceptance of my parents or my coaches or whoever that is. Like, it's almost this perfectionism that really creeps in and makes kids feel like they don't measure up. And it's like, man, what, what kind of, we want our kids to grow. We want to push them. We want to help them struggle and aim for the, to be their best. But we, but the perfectionism is something that I think is really detrimental because then kids eventually grow up. They don't want to make mistakes. They don't want to take chances because they want to be perfect before they do anything. You know what I mean? They they become pleasers, right? They'll do anything to please you to earn your love or to feel like they're enough. And, and you don't want a kid to grow up as a pleaser. You don't want to manipulate and control them. That that's the wrong way to go. I, I think a lot of times relationships, and this happens with adults, this happens in marriages, you know, you can use control um, over someone to turn them into a pleaser a lot by the things you say and the way you treat them. And I think what it comes down to for me is vision and values in the family. Okay. And we were just talking about this in one of our workshops for, for Gravy Stack. But if you have high vision for your kids, it's a great thing, right? You, you want to have strong expectations, for your children. You want them to rise up to the occasion to have that responsibility. But with that, but you also need to have high values, right? Of love and, ex- and acceptance as if accepting each other, loving each other, caring for each other, what it means to be in your family. If you don't have the values, but you have the high expectations and vision for your kids, that can do unlimited harm, right? Perfectionism is definitely one of the biggest things that happens out of that. The keeping up with the Joneses is another thing that's a kid who's always feels like they're not enough for mom and dad. It's uh, so high and rigid of expectations that don't have the family values to back up the relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah, there's not like a there's not a strong foundation. You're just saying you got to do all these things to fit into what I I see you as. Right. Like if, if I go, well, we have values. We value, you know, we want our kids to do really well, finish their homework make the team be the best. Those aren't values, man. Those are vision. Values is like, what are the character traits and the yeah. love and the faith? And we're honest. We work hard. We're on time and reliable. We're integrity. good teammates. We're unselfish. Those are values. Those are values. We serve, you know, those are the value side. So if you're struggling with this or you have a kid that's, you know, struggling with mental health because i think one of the fastest ways this goes is into mental health issues oh for sure for anxiousness sure. self-doubt depression all these problems come from a kid that grows up somehow feeling like i'm not enough and i'm not loved maybe right mom right. and dad split or they had an issue in their childhood or some other kids said something to them that just caused this like inner destruction in them that i'll never be enough i'll never be worthy of love and we need to be, obviously, the first thing is, when was the last time that you just looked your kid in the eye, said, buddy, I just wanted to know how much I love you. And I'm so thankful for you to be in my family. And you are enough. Like, you are so awesome. And you got, God has given you all these incredible gifts. And you are enough. I just want you to understand and see who you are. Right? When was the last time you said that? That's probably the first thing. Right. Every parent should think, when was the last time I said that to my teenager, said that to my youngster? You know, it's easier with little kids to be like just doting on them and <laughs> bear hug them. 
But then, you know, with older kids, when yeah, it's teenagers, like, they put up a wall sometimes and they have that. Sure. Yeah, they, they put up a wall and they're they're more closed off. They're trying to figure out who they are. They don't want to necessarily just do everything mom or dad wants them to do. And that's OK that they're going through that change. It's like that transformation of a, you know, into the butterfly. They're, they're going through changes and they're figuring themselves out. But at that same time, they do need to know that they're loved and that they are enough. And that their their outcome, the report card, how many shots they make on the basketball court, how many touchdowns they score, like that's not determinant of their value to you or in the world. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a reflection of a performance, but that doesn't mean that's who they are and that's their only value. I think that's extremely important. Yeah, and all this shapes identity. You know, yeah. I think one of the things that we, we've seen is that if you don't reinforce the good habits at home, they're going to get the bad habits in the world. Like the world literally profits off of anxiety. The world Mm -hmm. profits off of somebody not feeling enough. That is marketing 101. You're not whole and you're not good and you're not loved and you're not enough until you buy this. Right. If you buy this, you will be loved. You'll be enough. You'll be valuable. And so they'll get sucked into all these things out in the world on social media. I mean, Social media just makes you sad if you go on it too much. And you go, why is that? Well, you're you're comparing your imperfect life to the perfect life, seemingly perfect life of everybody else. Mm. Right? That you, oh, I'm not enough. I could never live like that. These people are better than me. And it just causes so much chaos, right? And destruction, especially in kids. So it has to start in the home and it shapes kids' identity. So talk about that for a minute. You're just reading this in Ben's book. Yeah, so identity really determines the decisions you make. Your identity is who you believe you are at whatever age you're at. This is good for adults and kids, but if your kid believes, let's just think about it. A little kid believes they're Superman and they put on the cape. Like that kid believes they can fly. That little kid really believes they're in their identity. I remember my one of my boys went through a phase where he was obsessed with Harry Potter when Harry Potter first came out. He loved to dress like Harry Potter. Like he would take his little wizard <laughs> stick to school. And I swear he thought he was Harry Potter. Like that was his identity. Everyone would call him Harry at school. And they would talk about all the little games that Harry Potter plays, right? Whatever mm-hmm. these kids think their identity is, they will behave accordingly. So if they think that they have a really hard time learning or they're not a good student, they're going to reinforce that with their behaviors. I'm not going to study for this test. I can't learn anyways. I'm not a good student. Um, so, so reinforcing the identity that we believe our kids can grow into is going to help them make decisions that really help them thrive, help them see themselves as having great potential. So the identity that we choose to stick to is the identity that we behave. Essentially, like I, I've heard Tony Robbins say that before when he says, if you say I'm trying to quit smoking, but you really believe in your heart of hearts, I'm a smoker, you're not going to quit smoking because you are a smoker. But if you say, no, I don't smoke, I don't smoke. Like that's a very different identity. That's saying that like, I do not do this. That's who, that's not who I am. And therefore I'm not going to be tempted. I'm not going to put the cigarette packs in my house. So who you see yourself as really determines some of the decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis. It determines your habits, your behaviors, so the identity that we're helping our kids create, who do our kids think they are? Yeah. I think that's a great conversation topic. Who's your identity? If you were a superhero, who would you be and why? 
Yeah. That shapes identity, shapes all decisions. It shapes your family legacy. It shapes your kid's future. It shapes your own future. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to read a couple of these real quick. These are some of the uh, things to say to yourself often that That's we just true. learned at our event. So you're going to want what we're about to say. You're probably going to want to rewind this a bunch and write some of this stuff down. But these are what the best and the best in the world. They actually re reinforce these things to themselves. And they say these things over and over like a hundred times. What a great gig in Gravy Stack to give your kids some of these chants to say to themselves and write down 10 times over when they wake up. And that's the challenge is like for 10 days, you're going to write these 10 times when you wake up. Okay. So I'm going to read a couple. I'll read three of them. You ready? Ready. So the first one is simple. I love my life and I am so blessed. I love my life and I am so blessed. It's that simple. You say that over on a walk. You should say that to yourself out loud. I love my life and I am so blessed. I love my life, and I am so blessed. I love my life, and I'm so blessed. Like, in, you know, put different tones on each of the words, and it means something different to you. So that's the first one. The second one is uh, this one. At last, at last, the past is past. Mm. I've broken free and won, and now it's time to love myself and really have some fun. At mm. last, at last, the past is past. I've broken free and won. And now it's time to love myself and really have some fun. That's really cool. It's like, yeah, I, I actually, do I hate myself or do I love myself? Is a question that we should be asking all teenagers. Do you actually hate yourself or love yourself? Yeah. And they'll, they'll start to get it. Like it takes time, but if they just have this, almost like this mantra for themselves, it, it means a lot. And then here's the last one. You ready? Ready. I had to be the best, better than the rest. But now I know I'm good as gold and life is not a test. <laughs> mm. I'll read it one more time. I had to be the best, better than the rest. But now I know I'm good as gold and life is not a test. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, where do you where do you value your values come from? Where does your worth come from? It certainly doesn't come from the output comparison performance that most people use as their benchmark measuring sticks. So this is good. Yeah. So it's three things. It's the first one is what we can say to our kids. The second thing is to help them feel enough and loved. The second thing is what they say to themselves to reinforce the truth and the values of your family. And then the third thing is as they go through healthy struggles and as they go through just the things that happen in their life, reminding them of it, right? recapping these things, reminding them of the truth. And that's what really sets families free and sets kids free from all of the issues that can happen when they don't know that they're loved and don't know that they're enough. At the core of it, we want to ask them, who do you believe you are? And how do you feel about that? Mm. Like having that conversation, who do you believe you are? And how do you feel about that? That's and if you can get them to answer that, even if it's a short answer, they're going to learn something and you're going to learn something. You're going to learn how they feel about themselves and how, who they see themselves as, because you can tell them that's great. Here's what I see you as here's the potential and the value I see in you. And it's going to be like a great conversation. Awesome. Well, we'll leave it there folks. Ask your kids who they are and how do they feel about that? Thanks so much for listening. We love you. You are enough. You guys are awesome parents. It's a thankless job, but you keep at it and uh, you're doing a great job. Everyone who's listening to this, uh, all of our shows, 
we just want to thank you because it, the the feedback we get is awesome. Uh, when parents tell us and post online about these things, it means the world uh, when you guys would listen. So we're just a couple of dads trying to figure it out together and with our families. And we appreciate you guys for joining us on this journey. Share this with somebody in your life that needs to hear it. And uh, give us a review if you're listening to us. Hop on over to the, the podcast page and uh, help us spread the word to even more people. So thanks, guys, so much. And we'll see you next time on Smart Money Parenting. Thanks, guys. Smart Money Parenting.